0: What's up, guys? It's your boy, Skeen, back in the building to let you know that we are finally on YouTube. Yes, we are on the tube. We're going to be creating a lot of video content and releasing it shortly. So please remember the handle, real simple, at Eshan Skeen, or in the search, look for Talking at Eshan Skeen, and we'll pop up. Once you see that red microphone, you know what to do. Like, follow, and, of course, subscribe. So look out for us, YouTube. We're in the building. Take care, guys. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Aisha and Scheme Podcast. We are back in the building in the safe space we call Treetop Studios. Indeed, I love the sound of that. So we're here, ready to handle our business. And uh, Aisha's going to bless us with
1: the topic which is called self-sabotage
0: self-sabotage all right set us up
1: i'm excited for this topic as i am every topic um but i think this one is really going to give us a lot of perspective in different areas and i think you're going to open your eyes to people who surround you even yourself maybe things that you do that you don't notice that you do um you know that aligns you in the path of exactly what it is self-sabotage I actually pulled uh, a list from Google and it's 10 signs of self-sabotage. So I figured we can go ahead and just dabble into that.
0: Damn, we going in. 10 deep. All right. Do your thing. So
1: the first one, which I am a huge offender of major, is procrastinating. Probably why I feel overwhelmed 90% of the time. And why I have so much shit on my plate all the time. And I'm just like, oh my God, head on a swivel kind of thing. I think procrastinating is definitely (laughs) self-sabotage. Experience it firsthand on a daily basis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so give me an example of something that you like Um, self-sabotage yourself.
1: I guess I can go down the avenue of work. So like, let's say So what's
0: the biggest thing that,
1: and that I can't really say that I do this at work, but work is a good example. I, I, I do do this at work. I'm lying. I definitely do this at work, but not as often as I do it in the outside life. Um, let's say I have a task to do and it, there's a deadline. <clears throat> Sometimes for me, I rather do things last minute because I feel like that's when the best version of myself is going to come out under pressure. I guess it's weird maybe for some people to think of it that way or look at it that way. But for me, it's like, if I do it now, I'm giving it a lazy effort just to get it out of the way. But if I do it last minute, in my head, the way I process that is, oh shit, I got to get this done in like five hours or by tomorrow. And I need to put my best foot forth kind of thing. And I feel like a lot of times... You know, if I'm given a task like that or I need to get something done around the house or whatever, I'm like, I'll I'll do this, you know, on this date or at this time. When I do it on this date or this time, you know, being pushed off, then I just feel like it's going to be done better for me. I'm not saying that's how people should do it. I just say, you know, that's how I function to the best of my abilities. Does that make sense to you?
0: You Or is it weird? No, it's fine. I I think a lot of people do that, especially when... um when they start out in school,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? You know, homework is done. It's supposed to be due on this day or whatever the case is, and you wait for the last minute. Especially, like if you look at your own kids or, or when you have kids,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they get homework. A lot of people, a lot of these kids don't even get homework nowadays. Every time and I talk to my different. daughters, you got homework? No. Yeah, these things are okay. different. But that being said, okay. you know, you get homework. Let's say on a Friday, you know it's due on Monday. You leave <laughs> everything for Sunday night. At Nine o'clock at night, that type of thing. So I think it starts from then. And then. Um, yeah,
1: you I've just definitely become, always been that way.
0: Right. So it just becomes like I try to get my daughters to do it. Like, hey, if you have homework and it's like a holiday coming or if they get any summer type of work. Mm-hmm. If you do it now when it's fresh in your mind, then you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. You, when it's when it's that time when it's a due, take care of it now something like that you can just enjoy the whole vacation instead of knowing that you have to do something at the end of vacation which kind of kind of sucks you know
1: i get that i mean i think me like as a serious offender of <laughs> procrastination like i understand that perspective but i don't know like that's just not how i function
0: okay so you like the pressure
1: I do like the pressure. Okay. I feel like what do they say? Pressure makes diamonds.
0: Pressure busts pipes.
1: No, no. <laughs> well that's some other stuff. I don't know what the hell you talking about. Ask
0: a plumber. Pr- uh, pressure and pipes. I mean,
1: yeah, I get pipe. that, but that that just came mm-hmm. out of left field. <laughs> it's the same thing.
0: If pressure dirt... makes
1: diamonds, people. That that's the saying that won't work. <laughs> pressure
0: busts pipes. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> All right, for you dirty-minded people out there. <laughs> All right, but I, I understand that. So it's it's sort of the same of hand-in-hand um, hand when you're thinking without any action. Mm-hmm. So you kind of think of it, think of it, think of it. You know you got to do it. You know you got to do it, but there's no action taken.
2: And I um, guess like
0: to go down the
2: avenue, of mm-hmm.
1: stop self-sabotaging. And as a serious offender, I know I'm giving advice that I'm probably not going to take on this one just because this is how... I've been all my life. Um, it's definitely something just to take note of and, you know, I guess analyze if it is something that you want to change about yourself or not. But it 100% is self-sabotage. Yeah,
2: it
0: Yeah, is It is because you know it's wrong, but you still do it. Do you procrastinate? No.
1: You like to get things done?
0: There's some things that I know it's, it's depending on the level of importance. Mm-hmm. If it's not something that requires all of my attention and I know I can do it in a in 15 minutes, then I'll push it off. Mm-hmm. But no, I like to get shit done and get it out the way so I don't have to worry about it. Okay. And stuff. So no, no I wouldn't agree with that though.
1: So number one, yes for me, no for Oscar. Chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: number two, people pleasing.
0: People pleasing.
1: Are you a people pleaser or have you at any point in your life been that kind of person to... I guess be a yes man.
0: Hmm. Um. That's a good one. Cause I'm gonna say, like, when you little, <clears throat> when you're little, you want to be liked. Mm-hmm. Right? You do things because you want to be liked and stuff like that. And as you grow up and you get older, you still want to be liked in a mm-hmm. certain way, right? But yes, man. no.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think
0: I've ever been that. And if I have, shit, I never realized it. But no. I wasn't like that i I usually you know let it's funny because when i think about it now right Mm -hmm. like when you're in when you're in the business world you have to small talk yeah right because usually what bosses do is they don't promote the best person for it they kind of promote the one that kisses ass the most.
1: Okay. I was confused at first, but when you said that,
0: it made sense. That's what it is, right? Because they want <clears throat> to... Like, I've never been one to hang around. There, there was a certain group of people and leaders in the industry that I kind of gravitated to because I wanted to learn from. Mm-hmm. But all the little little, minute things, of, mm, 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 I didn't just... Nah, I'd rather go spend time with... Someone that I wanted to spend time with and not mm-hmm. just waste their time. Hey, how you been? I've been, yeah. You know what I mean? I
1: see that at work. That's a good point.
0: Right. So, and then and that, that's what it is. Sometimes you know, in the corporate world, yeah, you gotta kiss ass. You know what I mean? But I'm sorry, but I speak my mind at work. That and that's the thing. I mean, if you speak your mind, there's gonna be some people that you come across that they're gonna be at that level that like they appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But like if you think about it, like if you have that boss who just loves to. Be heard, and they'll just talk and talk and talk and talk because they just love their voice. Yeah, knock yourself out. So it's depending on the person that you're you're dealing with, mm-hmm. you know. On the most part, like myself, yeah. When I, I guess when I was younger, you know, up to maybe my
2: thirties,
0: maybe. Yeah, I wanted to be liked to a certain degree, especially mm-hmm. when you're a kid. But now that at my age now, it's like I care less. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I know, like if. Like I, I hope Hopefully, it's not taken as arrogant. But when I walk in, I walk in with purpose. Like I walk in, I know what I'm good for. Yeah. Like I walk with that aura. of, Like yo, I'm here. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. And if it's taken out of character, if it's taken like, oh, this dude think he's the shit, because maybe I am the shit, right? But I'm not. I'm never like. If you speak to me, you're gonna get, you're gonna get positive feedback from me. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you know what I mean. That's that's who I am. But
1: but I mean, there's. You could take that in two different directions. Like you could be confident and arrogant, like you said, or Mm -hmm. confident and non arrogant. It's just, you know, how you how you stand up, how you hold how you carry yourself, that's what it is. Yeah. Comes down to that. I think like for me as a kid, I can't say it was ever a matter of me wanting to be liked because I was so extremely shy and just like in my own like little bubble. Don't get me wrong, (laughs) like I had a lot of friends growing up um but i was always always worried more about like my shyness and just like being around people and meeting new people and stuff like that but growing up as i got older i think it was more like you know people would ask me oh could you help me with this could you help me with that could you take me here um could you buy me this x y and z like nonstop? and i feel like i saw my mom you know, catering to people's every need. So I just grew up doing the same thing. And I think at, you know, my more recent years in life, I realized, like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. And I, you know, even my mother, like, in her more recent years of life, she's just starting to realize, like, why am I pleasing people who are only here for, you know, a short period of time or are only using you and don't really give a fuck about you? like they're literally utilizing you to their needs and that's it nothing more nothing less mm-hmm. so i think that's why i am so like in these past couple episodes i've been very stern in my thoughts and ideas because i'm beginning to realize like not everyone that's in my circle and not everyone that's around me i really care to keep around me or keep this relationship with or You know, even if I want to keep this relationship, there are some things that I need to draw back from. Like, you know, there comes a point in your time where you realize, like, why am I people-pleasing? Right. I'm only hindering myself, you know? You're hindering your growth. Uh, You're keeping these people around that are using you and draining you. And if you're being drained, then how are you going to excel in, you know... All the different directions that you can excel in so people pleasing is a horrible one have i experienced it a hundred percent a thousand percent am i doing that now sometimes yeah um because hey maybe i don't want to make somebody upset or you know some silly shit like that but i think i can ultimately say that that's something i'm drawing back from so much so much like i'm so tired That I'm just like, whatever, I need to worry about myself before I worry about anybody else. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to reflect on and start caring for themselves more because a lot of people are miserable. (laughs) Seriously, like you wake up like, oh, fuck, another day kind of thing. But why? You know, there's no reason for that. You should be feeling blessed. You should be happy that you've got to open your eyes because only a moment ago, who knows how many people died and couldn't do that. Right. You know? like You need to appreciate the little things and really start taking care of yourself, your mental health, your development. All of these things are so critical to your happiness. And people pleasing is definitely something that's going to hinder all of that growth and development.
0: True. So instead of people pleasing,
1: <clears throat> please yourself. Yes. Please yourself. Please. And that's all. Very important. <laughs> so. Yep. Yes for both of us.
0: People-pleasing what?
1: We've people-pleasing? Yeah, of pleased? course. I mean, yeah. every
0: every human has. So
1: two for me, no, one for all. And they tell you no, they're
0: freaking lying. But mm-hmm. yeah, we have. It's just if you realize when it's time to move on and grow up from pleasing people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they heard that. But yeah.
1: Number three. Number three. Negative self-talk. Negative self-talk. What would you define as negative self talk? Because I feel like there's different levels to this.
0: It's different. It's just things that you go for and you think you do, you do not deserve, mm-hmm. right? Or you don't have the qualifications for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I, I just to make it simple, like when you look at it, like I, I think I've said it before when you look at a job resume, mm-hmm. this is the company's wish list for this position that they have open. This is their wish list, this is what they need. It's a wish list. My, you know, Microsoft, you know, you can do this, you can do that. I hate Microsoft. Right? Wh- whatever it is, right? Excel, whatever, <laughs> and all this other stuff. PowerPoint, you got to know all this and that. That's their wish list. But you read it, and if there's two or three things that you don't have experience in, you swipe. You're like, oh, I'm not qualified for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you got to understand that's their wish list. They mm-hmm. wish they can get the the fantasy employee mm-hmm. recruited and it doesn't work out like that, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you're you're looking at this posting and you see like out of the ten things, three things I, I don't have experience in,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you push it to the side thinking you're not qualified.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're 70% qualified.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? So you do it you do it upon yourself. That's yourself always bashing yourself like I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this. Like we've talked about it in other episodes, when something changes, Mm -hmm. I can't. That's the first thing that comes out of people's mouths. I can't. Well, Mm -hmm. if you say I can't, guess what? You can't. Period. Mm
1: -hmm. Honestly, if you've been looking for a sign, this is your sign. Apply for that job because a lot of times, I feel like, okay, yeah, they'll put this wish list, this quote unquote wish list out there, but they'll go for the person who's... (laughs) allegedly not qualified versus the overqualified person or the qualified person for different reasons like you don't know unless you take that chance there's no reward without risk I think no, that's important you got to jump for that
0: It is I mean you also got to realize Oscar's I, laughing at I, that. Am I am because it's just I am because like if you look at your job where you work at or whatever whatever it is that you do,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you look at a person and be like, "Yo, how the hell did you get hired? How the <laughs> fuck did you get hired?"
1: I think that every day I work, right? I can't stand some of these people, right?
0: And then you'd be like, "Yo, I ain't got no qualifications to be here, but you're here. Mm-hmm. That's because that person took the risk. The person that probably interviewed didn't do their due diligence on being act, uh, being I'm a." uh, proactive Proactive. or active right so like for example one of the things i used to say when i used to hire people or train people Mm -hmm. is like if you're gonna hire out of being reactive you're gonna hire the wrong person if you hire out of being proactive you will hire the right candidate and that's why every store that i ever ran i was so picky in hiring people because i demanded that my staff pick out the best candidate possible it didn't matter if they had super experience or, or no experience it's Go for the energy. We can train. I can show you how to do this, that, and the other. But if you come in and have no energy, then you, you kind of suck. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right, how, how are you? But if you come with a lot of energy, and I can tell you some of the interviews that I've, that I've had that I, it was just absolutely like, you hired them, Yeah, and then he or she turned out to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But their interview wasn't amazing. It's was just I love their energy and their confidence and yeah. the BS. is so important.
1: You don't want to walk into an interview all slumped and goofy and shit. No, you got to walk in there with the right energy, something that people are going to pick up on, and be like, yes, I want this person on my
0: team. There <laughs> was one question I remember I asked. I said, yo, <clears throat> what motivates you in the morning? I remember, this was, this was years ago. I asked the group, dude, hey, we'll get you out of that little bed of yours, that little twin bed of yours. What motivates you? My, my man looked me dead in the eyes, and he was like, yo, the ladies." Straight up. Now, you're looking at me like, huh? Yeah, he was like the ladies. I you know, I want a job so I can have money. Take out the ladies. You know what I mean? Without money, I can't I can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I looked at him. I was like, yo, this dude really said the ladies? That's goofy, but he's being honest. Right. He was coming for a part-time job.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's all he said. He said the ladies. And he was... But the way he said it, ladies. Like, like this is what <laughs> he felt in his heart. It's his passion. The passion. Then he hired him and then... Couple of years later, he became an assistant manager for me in the whole nine yards. That's crazy. And just because of the ladies. Shout that's, out to the ladies.
1: That's dope though.
0: I guess. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> but confidence, right?
1: Confidence, he, definitely. He didn't
0: stop himself from saying exactly what he wanted in his heart. Mm-hmm. I so, can't,
1: yeah, I don't know, and I feel like you know, not even just with work, but just on a regular day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're waking up or you're. Getting ready to start your day or getting ready to go to bed and you're just like, oh, looking in the mirror, like, I look like shit.
0: Hey, girl, that's that negative um, I feel talk. like
1: shit. I'm never going to be anything in life. But in reality, everything is in your control. Literally almost everything. You want to look better? Do better. You want to be better? Think better. It's all about, you know, your train of thoughts. It definitely begins with the thoughts no matter what. Because if you say you're going to do something, then execute it. Um, If you feel a way, fix it. But it's about you working on yourself. It's
0: it's the first thing that you put in the morning, right? So, like, for example, if you wake up and the first thought is like, damn, I got to go to work. You just fucked up. mm
2: -hmm.
0: Basically, you just fucked up. But if you wake up and be like, damn, I have the opportunity to go to work again. Like, I have a job. mm -hmm. Like, that shit... That's a blessing.
1: It is a blessing. And it's all about manifestation too. That's all it
0: is. The words that you put
1: out, the energy that you put out into the you know, the world, that's, that's exactly how you're going to feel. And that's exactly what's going to come back at you. So if you're going to wake up on a shitty note, then yeah, you're probably going to have a shitty day. But if you wake up ready to start your day and just ready to do what you got to do, handle your business, then...
0: Whatever the result the, is, right? Yeah, it, it could like, be a, a negative result at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But as long as you wake up every freaking morning with the energy of, yo, I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know what I mean? If you're out there going to work and you're blessed to have a job, do your thing. Mm-hmm. If you hate your job, and that's okay to hate it, but what are you doing? What, are you, what you know, you got to find those little things that you like about work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's still paying bills, it's still doing this, but... If we just look overall and put the umbrella of hate, I hate my job, Mm -hmm. there's one or two things that you like. It could be lunchtime, and that's cool. Like when it's time for break, embrace your break. Go disappear for an hour or whatever you have. Mm -hmm. Go do your thing,
2: and then come back.
1: Even if you don't, even if you do actually hate every bit of your job, okay, then find a new one. But if you're going to wake up every day and continue going to the same place that you dislike so much, then that's your problem. You're not doing anything to fix a situation for yourself. Like you can't put that on nobody but yourself.
0: I hate my job, but you've been there twenty years. Exactly.
1: Right? Yeah. You ain't changed nothing about it. It's <clears throat> so important to start your day on a positive note. And even if something is blown from thin air into your day that's so negative and detrimental, then in that moment it's about how you carry yourself and how you handle that situation. Always.
0: Yep. Right? Always. For shout.
1: Number five, not, oh, and actually, I skipped one, sorry. Damn. Number four, sorry guys. Waiting for the perfect time to start kind of goes hand in hand with negative time. Yeah, talk.
0: that's definitely it. Because even if think about this podcast here, you know, I, it wasn't like I was waiting, a lot of waiting for the perfect time. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was like giving myself that self doubt. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think Aisha's gonna do this. Oh. How about if she turns me down? What's my plan B? Like, what am I thinking? About, blah, blah, blah. So on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. But eventually, it's like I took so much time thinking about that, 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 thinking about that and not pulling the trigger, right? So you can think, but there was no action. So yeah. you're just overloading your brain just with thoughts. But then it was just one day that I said, the worst thing she's going to say is no, <laughs> and I'll be okay. That, that was it. The worst thing Aisha can say is no. Thank you, and I'll be okay. And that was it, you know. And here, here we are, about sixteen episodes deep, and sleepy
1: and as I, hell on sleep. another
0: Saturday night, doing a damn
1: thing together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But you know, it—that's what it is, right? If you give you put yourself in that negative aspect, and you're waiting for the perfect time to start, you will never start. There will never be a perfect time. There's mm-hmm. nothing. There's mm-hmm. no. <clears throat> you can practice a hundred million times. You will never get perfection. Yeah. Never get perfection. You can work for it, but you have to start. You have to start. So, yeah.
1: You know, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this kind of along the same lines. Earlier today, I was in Patterson on Main Street and, you know, I was on the Arab side. There's like a million food places or I should more specifically say Shawitma places on that road, what is shawitma? Shawitma is like it's a Middle Eastern sandwich with like meat or chicken and Middle Eastern pickles, um, just a bunch of like random stuff in a sandwich. It's really good. Oh, now I'm gonna have to bring you one, Oscar.
0: There you Damn go. Damn it. Sh- what is it called shawitma? Shawitma. Shawitma. Sha. Sha. Weir. Wid. Wir. Ma. Shawirma.
1: Uh huh. There you go. Shawarma. Shawarma. What the hell is a shawarma? Oh,
0: I, I remember that from a Marvel. Uh, Avengers movie. No, hey guys. <laughs> after this, there's a shawarma spot there. Oh whatever. yeah, yeah. That's that, what that's it is. what it is. Okay. Yeah. But well, that's what it is. But he pronounced it incorrectly. Incorrectly,
1: yeah. See, shawarma.
0: Shawarma. Uh
1: huh. Got go. it. Cool. So there's a million of them on Main Street.
0: No, I'm trilingual. Go <laughs> <laughs> go. <it,
1: get> <laughs> and I'm driving, and then I see another place. It says uh, coming soon, whatever the name was, shawarma. <clears throat> I'm like, yo, it's crazy because they have so much competition on this road, but they still chose to go ahead with their dreams and open the same type of spot, regardless of that competition. Why? Because they believe that, you know, their product is unique, and that, hey, you might be successful, but you're never going to know until you take that leap of faith. And I think for me, when I saw that, because I've had some hesitation in doing some things in my life, and when I saw that, I'm like, wow, like, People really out here just taking leaps of faith. You don't know if you're gonna succeed or fail, but again, you're not gonna know until you take that chance and you just jump for it. So, the perfect time is literally now. Right. You know, sitting on your ass or just thinking about it for the rest of your life, you're never gonna know. And I mean, do you really wanna live it out with a question mark?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Usually, I know there's been like, documentaries I think I came about or even podcasts or something that that there was research where they um kind of talking to people that are in hospice or something like that Mm -hmm. you know when they were about to that's to, yeah it is and they usually ask them hey what was the number one thing you know what was your number one regret it was sometimes it was people not telling people how they felt about people that was one yeah and never getting started on the dream that they had it's major that's it's a that's, serious that's thing that's crazy right i'm so. sure a lot of
1: people out there you know regret not starting something that they've dreamt of mm-hmm. and it's sad but you don't want to live your life like that you don't want to be 80 years old looking back like damn i wish i did this you want to die fulfilled and you know happy just knowing that you made the attempt at you whatever know, it is
0: you know it's funny i just had i just had a nice thought right now that You don't remember um, when we talked about timestamps, like you live your timestamps and stuff and you have used pictures and stuff like that. This is our timestamp.
1: It is our timestamp.
0: So like when your kids get older, they'll be, they'll be able to hear mom and see mom when they were, you know, when mom was super young. Yeah. And then my daughters would be like, oh my God, dad, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or, oh God. And it's like something that they can have forever. Right. Or their kids. That's crazy. That's, weird. That's awesome, and yeah. it's because we we started. Yep, I took that leap of faith. Yay!
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: go.
1: Number five, not setting or upholding boundaries. How do you feel about this one? I feel like, for me, my boundaries are not set with people. Often, like, I feel like a lot of times in my life, I and again, this comes with the people pleasing too. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of times in my life, even today, you know, I've had trouble saying no to people or telling people like enough is enough. I'm done with your shit kind of thing. That is self-sabotage because that affects your mental, that affects your emotions. And you, again, got to take care of all of that because it's critical to your well-being.
0: I think that um, it's easier when you have a friend. No, reverse that. I think it's harder when you have a friend who's been with you for so long, and now you want to set boundaries, right? Because you're growing up. That's it's true. easier with new people that you meet. Boom, mm-hmm. you're done. <laughs> out of here. Yeah, that's super easy. Right? So, but with people that you've been with for a long time, it's kind of hard because they'd be like, oh, why are you switching up? Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, if that person really cares about you and you have that conversation and say, hey, listen, man, you know, I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't need this. I don't need that. By ten o'clock, I'm yawning. I want to be home, and that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Um, and whatever other boundaries boundaries you want to set, go ahead, set them. Mm-hmm. You know, who's the whole thing is just to protect your aura, to pay, protect your being, your spirit, your energy. That's all it is, really. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. And,
1: I co-sign on that Yeah, one.
0: you're going to be, it's going to be awesome when you open up to people that you really want to open up to and and enjoy their company and time. It becomes so precious. It becomes so enjoyable. It just becomes like, oh yeah, I'm gonna let them here. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you know, you know, the commute is or whatever the case is. Yeah, so same yeah. feeling when I, when I come here, I'm like, oh
2: yeah,
1: okay, cool. I'm
0: here.
2: Yeah. Know? I was
1: like falling asleep on the couch. I'm like, fuck, now we got to do this podcast right now. I just want to go to sleep. Oscar pulls up, knocks on the door, and suddenly I have this like burst of energy. And maybe I don't look like it right now or sound like it, but no, I feel so much better. I was like, "Yo, something wrong with you?"
2: <laughs> no. I'm Shout
1: gone. out to Oscar for bringing me a muffin too. The 120 hours are paying off. Oh, we okay.
0: getting, we close, we like at about He's 89, right? Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I love that. So we got up to what five? Yes, sir. So not settling on uh, or upholding boundaries so i mean the key thing is just (laughs) conserve your energy your aura like i said um
1: it's okay yeah and it's okay you know tell people how you feel be honest because if you're not saying it nobody's gonna say it for you and hey maybe they even see it in your face and they just don't give a fuck but you gotta speak up and tell them how you feel it's all about you at the end of the day it's your world
0: and to tie it up with another episode if you caught it Sometimes you outgrow people, and mm-hmm. that's okay too.
1: And if you didn't catch it, you better catch up on it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, so, we're gonna go to commercial, commercial, <laughs> try to get paid, paid, and bust out these muffins, muffins. <laughs> you guys will be right back. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Skane, here, back to let you know and remind you. That my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes and Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Get your copy today.
1: going on, guys? Ish here from Talking That Ish and Skiing podcast, that yurt with skiing. I'm here to let you guys know that you can find us on Instagram at Ish and Skiing. Give us a follow, like our posts, get engaged. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, or Amazon Music. Go ahead, give us a follow. We're going to be dropping an episode every Wednesday morning. Stay tuned.
0: And we are back with the topic of self sabotage. Self sabotage. So we went through uh, five already, and now we're going to go through six
1: through ten. Five more for you. Fire away. Six, making excuses or justifying behavior.
0: Making excuses or justifying behavior. In what way, though?
1: Hmm. I guess. I guess making excuses for yourself not doing something. When, like, okay, if... Let's say I want to... Let's say I'm watching TV all day. And i got shit to do. But I'm making excuses of why I can't do them. Or... Just generally, why you can't do something. I guess that also goes hand in hand with procrastination in a sense. Kind of.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess if you're making excuses...
1: Or even saying, Oh, I can't do this because XYZ but you really can do it. You're just making up excuses and justifying the reason as to why you're not doing it with something that makes absolutely no sense because you have no actual excuse to support that.
0: Right. I guess.
1: I think, yeah, that's definitely no, something. I'm saying
0: that. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not second. I don't people you. like
1: that. I feel like my mom does that.
0: it Make, makes excuses all the time?
1: Yeah, like <laughs> I'm like, Ma, let's let's go. me eat
0: you out here making excuses.
1: I'm like, Ma, let's go to the store. No, I can't I can't leave the dog alone. The dog doesn't need you twenty four seven. Well but do you take the puppy with you. I ain't taking her nowhere. See? I'm big behind. That's
0: crazy.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. She stays in the house. Why?
0: She's a house cat?
1: a, a dog, yeah.
0: She's a house cat dog.
1: Dog and two cats, yeah. Mm-hmm. House, house animals, it's a zoo.
0: Off track. <clears throat> like we always do. I think if you have
1: it this time, I go for mine.
0: Every time you have a dog <laughs> with cats, that dog becomes a house cat.
1: Wait, every time you have a, a dog A dog with cat, cats, that dog becomes a house cat.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> people does that don't mean? take them out. How they does a dog become a house because cat? Because they don't
0: take people, they don't take the doggy out with them on On shopping, on just... They don't... They just take the dog out. Like, my Pepper the Pup, Mm -hmm. it's a house cat. And it aggravates the crap out of me. Because I'm like... But it's your dog? Which lives with my daughters in North Carolina.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: So if that dog was here with me, dog would be going everywhere.
1: Well, how big is the dog? Because... It's a a Shih Tzu. Okay, our dog is a big-ass pit bull. She's fat and huge. I'm not
0: taking her everywhere with us. She's fat because she doesn't go out. I mean...
1: And she's uh, greedy, too. She I mean, eats everything. We
0: sidetrack like we yeah, normally do. Yeah, we're definitely sidetracking. All right, right back. So, no, making uh-uh. excuses, right? So, yeah. my, mommy, we making excuses. Yes,
1: she does that, and it drives me crazy, and I confront her all the time because it absolutely drives me nuts. Like, there's no reason that you need to be home with these animals. They're not serving you anything, and you're not serving them anything.
0: You know what? The, the, the thought that just popped into my head is like when people be like, yo, I'm going to go to the gym. And then they be like, nah, not today, man. You mm-hmm. know? I Stuff can't. like that.
1: but what are you doing that you can't?
0: Right. Like, yeah, but it, nothing. It, but then you binge Netflix mm-hmm. and you binge your show mm-hmm. for two hours instead of Married running. Married
1: at First Sight season, what are we on? 14.
0: That joint got like, that's four.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. When you pulled up in here and you saw the show, did it intrigue you at all? I thought it was stupid.
0: Uh- I'm looking at it and the first thing I said, I was like, damn, he looks like he, he looks like he wants to laugh at the girl. That's because the bitch is crazy. All right. That's number one. Then the other couple, the lady looked like she was ready to slap the living crap out of the guy. That's because she's not
1: attracted to him. There
0: you go. But that's the it's whole point the of the uh,
1: experiment. We're sidetracking again. Yeah, we are. But that's all right. You, you guys should dabble into the show. It's on Hulu. Also Netflix. Seasons not 1 through 12. Then you can continue on Hulu.
0: Do not waste your time.
1: <clears throat>
0: but she approves it, so I guess. It's really good. Listen to Age, Not me. So making excuses. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So gym-wise, and then you kind of justify the behavior by saying you know what i can go tomorrow Mm -hmm. and tomorrow and the next day becomes then tomorrow turns into never yep
1: so get up and stop making excuses if you are doing shit right now you're thinking about things get up and do them
0: so how's your running going
1: not really the best to be honest i just told you i've been jogging on the treadmill and that's about it but
0: at least you've been moving so that's pretty good
1: i mean yeah okay
0: stuff. So sure. that would be the next one: setting goals without having
1: <laughs> an action plan. Yes, yes, that is the next one. <laughs> well, not for nothing, but Oscar kind of reeled me into this 5K, and I said, "All right, fuck it, let's try this. Let's do the damn thing."
0: Doing some, d- doing new experiences. Yeah, right. I'm
1: totally down, but I am slacking because I'm so busy and just like overwhelming myself. I don't even know why or how.
0: Setting boundaries.
1: I have trouble
0: doing that. Be Big sad. time. So you have problems with uh, number uh, five. five and number one?
1: Yes. Procrastinating, setting boundaries. Um, I'm not a negative self-talker. I'm a very optimistic person.
0: Okay. So we're up to seven right now, setting goals without having an action plan. hmm So that's the same thing, like just uh, waiting. It goes hand-in-hand hand with waiting for the perfect time. hmm you know, you have this grandiose goal that you want to achieve. You want to open your own business. Is you it
1: grandiose or it's grandois? Webster's dictionary, uh, people, please.
0: It, no, it's a thesaurus. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. You know what? You know what I found out this week. We'll get back to this one. But you know what I found. So I had a habit of going to restaurants, and when I see the waiter, I will be like, "Grosson," right? Cause Croissant, I, right? Because I thought it was so cool. Grosson. Come over here, gross. <laughs> like I thought it was super cool, right? That shit means boy in French. What? So we I was calling But a
1: croissant is French.
0: No no no. No, I didn't say croissant. Oh. I said garçon. Oh. Garçon <laughs> Wow. Now we need a French dictionary. Orthosaurus. Oh, um He trying but to find anyway. new
1: languages at the wrong time. No, but
0: that's true. But <laughs> so I've been using this word for so long and the word means boy. So I've been calling people like waiters boys. Like, it's, it's... Are they I, French or just anybody? No, it's just me bugging out. Oh, okay. Trying to be fancy. But it's just... I felt so bad because I was like... Imagine... Be, That's rude as hell. Yes, you're calling somebody a boy. Which the, actually is... would be the... Uh,
1: the what?
0: A waiter is a serve.
1: Oh, server.
0: Server, but in... You know, you got to put that French in it. <laughs> We're
1: sidetracking like a bitch right Yeah, we now.
0: are. So setting goes without having an action plan. So... Pretty much it's just that, right? So you make a goal, you want to open a business, and so you start this business process, right? The goal is to open a business and be successful, just like any other business or -hmm. any other idea that you want. You start, but the thing is that there's a process to it. You just think of the start and banking, right? Getting money, but there's a process in between that you must go through, and a lot of people will not do the discipline it needs, those actions, that that failure, that success to get to the final point, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of breaks down what I was talking about earlier, right? So yeah. you start the business, you learn about the business, you experiment, you try. If it's a t-shirt company, you try new slogans, labels, whatever. You put it out there to perform. You put it out there, you you know, just like this podcast, we go out there, we promote as much as we possibly can. And then there's going to be a struggle. There's going to be a struggle you're not going to sell T-shirts. A lot of the t-shirts that, that I put out there sold maybe one, maybe zero. And then all of a sudden this one T-shirt just boom, blew up, sold like 60, over 60t-shirts. 60 mm-hmm. And then the other T-shirt sold one, two, three, four, five. And I'm gonna use that T-shirt company as all of a sudden my life became a living hell. It went sideways, and my focus wasn't that on mm-hmm. that anymore. But in the whole process, I learned, I experimented. I performed, I struggled, and then I thrived. Then I fell back because of life. It's a learning process. It's a learning process. But sometimes, at least I went through all those processes to get to that point where I was like, oh my God, I kicked ass Mm -hmm. on this collection of t-shirts. But, you know, sometimes you just have a goal in mind and there's no action plan. Mm-hmm. You just think it's just going to come down from the heavens like, oh, my God, this T-shirt is amazing. I'm going to bless you with 300 sales. It doesn't work like that. You have to put in the process. You have to put in the work. You have. It has to be a process. It has to be a commitment. It has to be a discipline. It has to be this. It has to be that before it has to be failure, 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 and more failure before you get to that point where you're like, oh, this is awesome.
1: Risk and reward. Indeed. Number eight. Ocho. Surrounding yourself with unsupportive people. I like this one.
0: Yeah. Absolutely right. So they trying to give heat in
1: here? What do you mean? Because <laughs> I heard
0: the fighting. Oh, I, <laughs> no, keep, I keep kicking this thing I'm under blind. the table. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, surrounding yourself with uh, unsupportive people, and we ha- and we have those. What's crazy is we have a lot of those. We have people who are
1: unsupportive that are very close to us. Not even in like the podcast <laughs> aspect, just in general life, who are envious of you, or jealous of you, or just don't really care to see you thrive or anything like that. Which is
0: wild. I think that I think the whole cornerstone of that is. <clears throat> they don't have the balls, <laughs> or 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 the braveness of achieving their dreams. They mm-hmm. just have goals, and if you just have a goal with mm-hmm. no action plan, no, like we talked talked about, you're just gonna be one of those. Like for example, like I know we touched it in the past. You know somebody goes to a movie they hate a movie. Mm-hmm. well, have you ever done a movie? No, so you're just gonna criticize on the on the artist mm-hmm. just because you don't like the movie doesn't mean it's not a good movie,
2: yeah,
0: you know that's all it is so i I just see it like that, but you know your friends can easily be unsupportive because they they really don't you no know, it might be something that they don't care about, and that's cool, you know, but it comes back to the words that they use the actions even the words that they don't use
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's a big uh no oh, that's
1: big that's flag. that's a good one i like that words that they don't use because okay yeah body you, language yeah, yeah yeah even just the body language like you could feel it and it all comes back to that energy that you're putting out like don't put out negative energy because the room is gonna be engulfed in it. Everyone's gonna feel it. You know, there's no hiding your feelings, hiding your thoughts, hiding your emotions. Your body language is gonna say it all. Like people are not stupid, and you know, with experience, people begin to understand a different, different things. Like in that aspect.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure.
1: Um, sorry. No, I'm, I'm distracted sh- by my sister. Yeah, no. She's so, texting yeah. me, and I'm making sure she's okay. Yeah.
0: What's the next one?
1: Number nine. Getting off track <laughs> when you start to see progress. <laughs> I'm getting off track now, but it's yeah, a different all, aspect. <laughs> yeah, we
0: always get off track. But no, that goes back to what I was saying, right? When you start your business, your business idea, your goal, whatever it is, and um, you get off track because you start to see the progress or so you start seeing this type of growth and development, and, and you're like, oh man, I think I hit it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you stop. And then everything just starts to dissipate, right? So it's funny, like, when people think, man, man, I wish I was rich. Okay, so if somebody will come here and give you a million dollars, now, what's your job? Your job is to take that million dollars and do what well with it? Make more millions out of it. But people just have this mindset, out. right? I have a million dollars, I said I'm set for life, I'm good, I'm going to fall back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you become rich... Or wealthy, it doesn't matter whichever one, or just well off. Your whole purpose is to stay there mm-hmm. at that level. It's not to go down.
1: Well, yeah. I but mean, the
0: minute you get there, everything is good. That's it, you don't work no
1: more. A lot of people will take that shit and deplete it. Right. Because, oh, I got this million dollars or I got this hundred thousand dollars. I'm about to just show off and
0: show out. And that's the thing I think we talked about in another episode was, I love reading those stories of people that hit the lotto. Become multimillionaires, and in the course of five to seven years, or even less than that, in some cases, they're back to where they were at. Mm-hmm. Nothing because they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so seeing that progress sometimes can be awesome because it makes you want more, and sometimes it just Once we become successful, we start winning. That's it. uh, Everything good. And then all of a sudden, it's not, right?
1: Then that's when you're going to see the downfall because, oh, you know, you let shit get to your head and you think, oh, everything's good. I'm successful. No, there's, you know, effort that you got to put into things, even if it's, you know, at the top of where it should be.
0: Like, like it's funny when people look at these billionaires and they continue to make more billions and billions on top Mm -hmm. of billions. You can't be mad. they doing what they're supposed to do. They're mm-hmm. billionaires. They um, stay billionaires. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at that.
1: No, you can't. Because, I mean, what are you doing to get there?
0: Right. So. I mean, there's only a few that can be billionaires, and that's cool. But, you know, if, if the whole uh, goal is for you...
1: i got to stop you because you said there's only a few that can be billionaires. That's not true. Well...
0: I mean, reality is
1: choice of words. Reality is there are only a few that
0: are right. billionaires. Right.
1: I feel like anybody could be a billionaire, but again it's all about the application.
0: It is. It is. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying that you can't be. I'm not I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. It's just the, re- the reality is it's a real small percentage that you will become a millionaire or a billionaire.
1: Oscar's telling me I'm going to be broke all my life. No, I'm not. No,
0: I'm not. Because <laughs> everybody thinks that to be successful, you have to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And you don't. No, you don't. You don't. Because how many, how many millionaires kill themselves? I feel successful and I'm not even <laughs> right. remotely many, close. How many billionaires are unhappy? Mm-hmm. How many stories do you read of actors committing suicide, yeah. taking their lives... This and that, and they have it. You sit back and be like, "Damn, daddy, but you had it all. You had a wife, or vice versa, a husband, or whatever the case is. You had a family, and all this and that, and blah 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 blah." And they still, they still commit suicide. Not for
1: and nothing. And they're successful.
0: Yeah. Right. But you would categorize them and see them as a successful man or woman.
1: A hundred percent. But
0: you know, but a lot of people stuff.
1: who are billionaires or who have all this money, they're not spending the time that they should be with their family or they're not surrounding themselves with the right people right. and that's, you know, causing them to be unhappy. Like, there are so many factors. It's not just about the money.
0: Listen, I, to be honest, Ish and, 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 and all the listeners out here, I'd rather be happy and well-off. Yep. That's all it is, man. I'd mm-hmm. rather be happy and well-off. Like, I'd rather have my circle non-existent, maybe one or two people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and be good and be good. You know, I mean, I, I, that's one thing I think we talked about it, like waking up in the morning and thinking, yeah, every night I go to sleep, every morning I wake up religiously. And it's not because I want to spread the gospel or anything like that. But you know, I am mean, so thankful, even on shitty fucking days, I'd be like, yo, man, yes, I know today was a shitty day, so on and so forth, or or whatever it was, good or bad. But I'm always fucking thankful for everything, for that, everything. That's what it starts with. That's what it is, right? It's that positive talk. That uh that positive energy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're absolutely right. So getting off track when you start to see progress, get your you know, what's the what's the big picture? What's the big picture? So like right now, what I'm working on is leaving something behind for my daughters. That's my goal. And and I do it on on a everyday basis. Or at least maybe three times a week where I come across an article or something that I learned and I'm like, damn, I ain't thinking about that. All right, let me shift some of that money over here, see what I can do mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So at least, you know, so they won't say, damn, Pop's ain't, ain't leaving me shit. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean?
1: Positive energy, positive, positive energy. decisions, yep. positive affirmations of thoughts, all of that. Number 10. Number 10. Not keeping the promises you make to yourself.
0: That's a huge one. That's major. That's, that's, I think that should be number one. I, that, that's save the best is.
1: for last.
0: I like that. But yeah, keeping those promises to yourself, you know? So like, for example, my fitness journey that has been going on two years now. And then some people that know me be like, damn, oh, but you used to run and all this and that. And that's different mindset. Now the mindset is, I remember my daughters, I don't know if I shared with you, but, um, Privately, I don't know if I did or put it on one of these podcasts, but I remember my daughters one day we were laying down and stuff, just you know, just talking,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, they just bluntly just said, "Hey, Dad, we we want you to start running again. We want you to start being active again. We just want you to live as long as you possibly can live." And I think that that's all extended from from my dad passing away and stuff, but it was a promise that I made to them,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that promise was done almost 2 years ago and I don't even know if they remember right cuz they're kids so yeah. you know but that's the that's that's keeping that promise to myself mm-hmm. I I gave them my word even if they don't remember now I gave them my word that that's what I was going to do and just sticks with you and that's what it does and that's what it is and then we'll ha- I'll have some days like I think I told you there was one week that I was like ah, I ain't even go to the gym not even once mm-hmm. you know cuz your body needs that your body needs to recover and then go back But, yeah, it's just keeping those promises to yourself, whatever that is. If it's going back to school, it's finding another job, doing whatever it is that you need to do to better yourself. Mm -hmm. And and I think that is the main thing. Just looking at that person in the mirror in the morning and said, hey, are you a better person now than you were yesterday?
1: Mm -hmm. I can agree with that. I mean, I feel like, you know, for myself, personally, I made myself a promise that I was going to actually commit to the gym this year. And I have i've been going faithfully since january i haven't stopped and i'm so determined haven't seen the progress that i want but i'm seeing you know slight changes and not even that but just seeing my dedication in itself keeps me motivated which i don't know maybe it sounds odd like you know me seeing my own dedication and that keeping me motivated might not make sense to a lot of people but for me it does and, you know, it's the minor things like that, promising that I'm going to stay dedicated to something and following through on it or applying a change in my life and promising myself that I'm going to stick to that, whether it's boundaries with people or anything else for that matter. Um, it's super important that you you stick to what you're doing or saying to yourself. Um I'm doing the ums a lot like you did, but.
0: so yeah we're learning Mm -hmm. it's the process yeah
1: no it's it's super important like you gotta you gotta stick to it at the end of the day again nobody's gonna do it for you you're promising yourself something execute it
0: i love that it's important it is it truly is so just be just going back to your point about the gym and stuff and i know you've been going at it since january Mm and and then just to be honest and Give you the honesty is, no, of course you're not going to see results right away. It takes time. And it takes a lot of time. Believe me, it does. But the thing that does when you start realizing it, obviously in the mirror you won't see it because you see yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just that when you start putting on clothes and you'll be like, oh my God, this is baggy as freak. Like this jacket that I'm wearing now, this mm-hmm. red jacket, if you guys see it, when I used to wear it, it was chubby wubby really when I first got it Mm -hmm. and today I put it on I haven't put it on in so long and I put it on it's like oh my god and that's when you kind of that's when you kind of notice like oh shit but that's all it is so you don't see it right away but commit yourself to the process and you'll get the benefits but as well as you know making sure your diet is right and it doesn't mean change your whole lifestyle Mm
2: -hmm. but it's
0: just like I I tell people you don't have to eat salad and shit like that it's a balance of it but if there's a pizza pie don't eat six slices and then go to the gym. That's just greedy. Right? And so, disgusting. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If you eat, if your norm is <laughs> to eat, you know, four slices, eat two. And then be like, yo, I'm good, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's funny. Like you ever, if you put food on a big ass plate, mm-hmm. you put food, but you don't fill it up. It looks empty, right? Yeah. But if you take that same food and put it on a smaller plate. It looks enormous. Yeah. So They're start using crazy. smaller plates, motherfuckers. Then y'all be Yeah, but here here's a couple of a uh, couple of other things that you might consider if we didn't hit one that you kind of thought mm-hmm. um, with Isha's ten. But some of them might relate to one another. But I'll give you a few more just to have you thinking about these as well. So one of them could be listening to too many people's opinion. I
1: hate that.
0: You know, so that can sabotage you as well. Uh, gossip. Everybody always got something. this night, right? Mm-hmm. So gossip. Um, Those go
1: hand in hand, too.
0: Yep. Uh, when you are not focusing on what you truly care about, that goes, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Blaming others for your failure or lack of. Oh, I hate that. Right? When you're blaming others like, oh, no, nah, because each didn't, you know, I couldn't put out a podcast because each was whatever. Yep. You know I what think I mean?
1: that goes with excuses and justification also.
0: Perfect. Yep. Uh, you try to do everything for... Uh, No, you try to do everything yourself. I think that's a big one, right? When you think... When you're trying to start something and you think you have to do it all yourself because nobody's smarter than you. Mm -hmm. That's... I mean, like, for example, like, there's certain things I know you can do so well. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that I'm doing it with you. So, like, I think you're more articulate than I am. (laughs) Like, the way you... Even when you're writing stuff, like Thanks, little, little bios, I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. I would have never thought of that. No. Right? But if I would have said, nah, she can't do it better, I mean, that's me. That's the ego. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm good at, and you balance me in that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So instead of me just being, nah, I'm going to do it myself and sound like an idiot,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I'd just be like, I know what she can do, and I'm I appreciate go with that. that. Yeah, of course. Thanks, my guy. Cool. Yeah, you already know. All right. So, uh, I think we touched about this one as well we are scared of failure uh, the other one is hope somebody will discover you hmm. so like a lot of people sometimes watch like like a justin beaver
1: beaver beaver
0: Bieber? <laughs> he said beaver is it i said i always say that <laughs> do
1: you do that on purpose no
0: i think it just flows <laughs> out like poom. when it's Yo. boom but if Shorty boom,
1: is listening to this, she's going to be pissed. She gonna be she's going to be pissed.
0: She's obsessed with Justin Bieber. I'm mm-hmm. I know. I, I going to get a text from her. Hey, don't <laughs> fuck up my man's name. Justin Bieber. All right, that's bad. <laughs> but like, for example, him, right? All of a sudden, he blew up on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So people think, oh, he got discovered. But no, the guy was putting in work way before that. But it's putting in that work. You put in that work, somebody's bound to come across you and be like,
2: mm-hmm. damn,
0: that kid got it. But that kid was putting in work and yeah. putting in work and putting in work. So if you think you're just gonna walk down the street and somebody sees your T-shirt and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I want, uh, yeah, this guy is the genius. He's a fashion guru." You know what I mean? So, fine, uh, hoping somebody discovers you. Get ahead with that. Um, there it is. Um, and then the last one is uh, you are not measuring your own growth. So I think that was part of I that like success that, that you yeah. said. So sometimes you got to step back and just look at it and be like, wow, we've come along. We've come 16 episodes. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Right? Through a lot of that's mic crazy. issues. I still can't believe it. Yeah. A lot of mic issues. A lot of this, that, and Camera, the other.
1: video, all the
0: bullshit. Shenanigans. It's a process. Stuff. It is. But,
1: and that's, we're, but the thing is, like, we're willing to go through it. Of course. If we were it's waiting it's for not, the perfect time, yeah. we wouldn't be at episode exactly. 16. It's not like, oh, this has to be perfect. No. like, We're chilling. We're kicking it.
0: You've heard uh, sniffles, mm-hmm. you've heard uh, voice breaking,
2: mm-hmm.
0: when, you know, when you get emotional,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you've heard jokes, sidetracks, though, nine yards, so. It's
1: good,
0: I love it. Okay. all right, so, before my homegirl, Aisha hits you with the jam, <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you to everybody, I know we always do, but I never take it for granted It's a lot of gratitude when we hit milestones. And this, uh, Pat, yesterday? Yes. Yes, yesterday we hit 600 um, listens. Probably 400 is me. And Aisha is probably a buck 50. Nah, it counts (laughs) for one each, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm messing. It It doesn't matter how many times. And there's sometimes... You know what's funny? I've already listened to a few when we first started. It is
1: actually unique listeners. It is. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it is. Which is crazy. Which it is. You think about that, but... I just love the fact that, you know, we're still here. We're still kicking it. Um, we're getting, I believe, hopefully we're getting better and better at it. Not a lot of ums and ands and whatever. But you know what? Somebody did, I did come across in conversation with someone and they said, Hey man, try to better yourself. Of course, mm-hmm. try to do it, but don't get to the point where it changes you yeah. as what you're trying, the message that you're trying to deliver.
2: Yep.
0: Be genuine and um, and you know I'm sans, and you and all that, but that's you, that's you. I like
1: that, because that's you know, facts, true. that's true.
0: Yep, totally, totally true. So my friend, that being said, here is Aisha
2: with the jam.
0: <laughs> Sexy time.
2: <laughs> you really
0: killed oh, No, I'm waiting for that, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
2: ain't doing that.
0: The jam.
1: <laughs> all right, here we go. Our biggest enemy is our own self-doubt. We really can achieve extraordinary things in our lives, but we sabotage our greatness because of our fear. So stop being fearful, people. Just go for it. Take that leap of faith.
0: The fear will destroy your dreams in the blink of an eye. Guys, take care. Um, Like I said, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, and hopefully you guys are doing well. Better yourself. Like I said, me and Aisha are not professionals. We're just two people conversating, trying to get better at life and enjoy life for what it is, because it is life. So if you wake up, you have another day. There's a lot of people that will not wake up. And hopefully I'll wake up for many years because I want to see this young lady next to me get to my age and me get older. And then just think about all the good stuff that we've done together and separate. So, guys, thank you so much, Aisha. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All righty. We'll see you next time.
2: Take care. Bye. Peace.